What's up, guys? This is season four of the Handlebar Podcast. We are so excited to be back. We cannot wait to jump into the questions that you guys have submitted. Before we do, we wanted to tell you about an opportunity for you. We love doing the podcast. We love recording these seasons, and we want to do more. However, to do so, we need funds. And so we want to invite you. If you've been blessed by this podcast, if it's encouraged you, if it's built your faith, we want to ask you to consider giving to the podcast. And you can do that at www.thehandlebarpodcast.com. You can donate on our website. So if you want to do that, do that. But in the meantime, here's season four. We're so excited to be here. Let's jump in. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Handlebar Podcast. We are about to dive into episode three. How are you guys feeling? Good. Great. Good. I miss you guys. I love doing this with you guys. This is yeah, one of my fun. one of the funnest things I feel like we get to do together. So yeah. Okay, who's drawing the question? I'll draw. Okay, I'll draw Aaron's one. drawing the question. Drum roll, please. <laughs> question in hand. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, this is a good one. From a really cool place. Wow, Kyla. In Pretoria, South Africa. Whoa. Shout out to South Africa. That's so cool. Wow. One day, babe. One day we'll go. Kyla from Pretoria, South Africa asks, how do you honor your parents as an adult? Ooh, that's good. Oh. How do you honor your parents as an adult? So we're speaking to those of you who are not under your parents' roof, most likely. Or maybe some of you are. Nah, maybe both. Talk yeah. about parents. Maybe that like gap of yeah like, i'm like who are we talking to because this could you know yeah. you know like, say anywhere 17 to 20s past true. maybe it's an interesting yeah, yeah. Just, you know you go Think through a bunch of seasons of let me start a timer to. and we'll jump in and we'll do it we'll talk about parents 15 minute timer starting now um i love even that that beginning question you asked Sarah Beth about like who are we talking to because you go through so many different seasons like when you're a junior, senior in high school, you're, you're already beginning to feel the effects of your relationship to, towards your parents changing in the sense of you're growing up, you're becoming an adult, you're starting to get mm-hmm. more freedom, you're driving, you're having a job, you're managing money, you're, you know, a lot changes from 16 to 18. Then 18, you graduate and uh, maybe you stay at home or maybe you go to college. Um, if you go to college, you're no longer under your parents' uh, like roof, but maybe your parents are paying for your yeah. school bill. So There's you're still so under their authority. Yeah. But then you graduate college and, you know, then what? Are you single or, you yeah. you know, but then you get married. You know, there's just so much. And then there, there's those of us who have like Christian parents that we have good relationships with. And I'm sure there's people listening that don't have that. So we're just talking to a lot of yeah. different mm-hmm. people. But the good thing is our anchor and our truth is the Bible. So that yeah. doesn't change regardless of who your parents are, if they love God or not. So yeah. we should probably just dive into scripture. Let's look at it. Look at this verse. It's an awesome verse. It's Ephesians 6, um, verses 1 through 3, and it's quoting Exodus. So you have the New Testament quoting the Old Testament, but it says, Children, honor your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, for this is the first commandment with a promise. So this is the first, and I actually think it's the only commandment that has a promise attached to it. And the promise is, that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. So honor your mother and father and you will have a long life. Honor your mother and father and it will be well with you. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I want it to go well with me. And But right out of the gate, I want to say, if you have a situation where your mom and dad are like telling you to do something that like maybe they don't love God or they're telling you to do something that you know isn't right, honor doesn't mean do exactly what they say. Talk about it. So what is honor? Well, (laughs) 
And I think it's great that you say that because there's so many probably different (laughs) people listening with different parents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like my experience may not be yours. Yeah. Yeah. So what is honor? Sorry, I interrupted. So, well, no, that's okay. I would just say honor is like a heart posture and it uh, it doesn't necessarily mean, it could look like doing something that a parent or an elder or someone says, but it also, I think, um, is a heart posture and it's more about the way that you're treating them, listening, having a conversation rather than like just rebelling or being like, no, I'm not going to listen to you. No, I'm not going to do what you say. Um, But I think there can be like abusive situations that, you can you can you can be honoring and you don't have to like do what they're telling you to do or you don't have mm-hmm. to submit under that yeah. like abuse even if it's spiritual abuse you know like if you um grew up in a, a certain denomination or whatever and i'm literally just making this up but your parents are like this is the only denomination that really loves god and everyone else is wrong you don't have to be like yeah i agree with you and i'm going to think what you think but you can honor them by being like well that's what you think but but this is this is what I think, you know, and you're still honoring without mm-hmm. how, agreeing how is completely. Your heart, heart torn, yeah, towards them, like right. Is your heart shut down? Is your heart open? Are you, yeah, you know, attacking? Are you mm-hmm. listening? Yeah. Are you? I would also say, like, I think sometimes uh, we can think that the word honor and obedience are the same, and they're not. So, right, it's like how do you honor your parents? Or we can immediately think that means how do I obey? my parents. And I think there's a difference in actually like walking in obedience and walking in honor. Um, and so is what kind of what you were already saying, Sarah Beth, where it's like, just because, you know, oh, you need to do this. I think like as you grow and as you mature, um, you can actually start to have more conversations with your parents and ask more why questions Mm. like why and not out of like a rebellious place but to simply understand like if there really is something that you are not agreeing as you're maturing and maybe a way that your parents view things or see things um not immediately like trying to be right all the time but wanting to understand and keep connection as much as you can it's like i would say honor for me has has been how do i stay connected to my parents even in things that we may view now differently where it's like i'm not gonna force my parents to believe everything that like i'm doing or like culture is changing and actually like staying connected to my parents even in our differences Mm. um fighting for peace fighting to be kind fighting and forgiving. I think forgiveness is huge when it comes to our parents and relationships where I think we can honor our parents by forgiving them, um, yes. by staying connected to yeah. them. And when you become um, a parent, you're like, oh my goodness, yeah, I need forgiveness already. Totally. And my kids like right. too. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like my parents, I know that they have said things where it's like, oh, we, you know, I've, I was raised this way and I wanted to do it different with you. And then there are things where it's like, oh, there are probably some things I would do differently than what my parents said. And every generation is growing and changing to where it's like, it doesn't mean like, uh, what am I trying to say? Does this make sense? Yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's like knowing that like you're consistently growing with one another. But I would say a big thing for me is staying connected as best as I can. For some of us, um, our immediate family, our parents, um, maybe it's actually not healthy 
to stay connected. Yeah. Like there's there is just so much in this one question because you also have cultural differences, you know? Like I love that this question is from someone in South Africa. Like culturally, True. um, you know, you don't like is there arranged marriages? Is right. there, you know, like what's the context of the culture? What's the context of the culture? Yeah. Because it can be very different and you just have to ask god like how how do i do this you know and it is is this sin what they're asking me to do are you being abused what sarah beth was saying like you know yeah. they're so i i know for me it's fighting for connection living and forgiveness yeah. is yeah. a big way you honor That's your parents so I'm, I'm thinking about yeah. when i'm listening to you talk like if you're gonna fight fight the right fight right like think about how many people are like their their relationship with their parents right now it just always feels like a fight mm. you know but what fight are you fighting and i love that you use the language fighting for connection mm-hmm. fighting for forgiveness fighting for mm-hmm. because then you can shift your mind and you can go man instead of fighting for my parents to understand me or fighting for my parents to say yes or prove what i'm doing at like as an adult the context of this question was as an adult like as an adult you don't need approval from your parents to do what you're doing but you also don't need to fight with them to get that approval. Instead, fight the right fight. Fight yeah. for connection. Fight for peace. Mm-hmm. Fight for forgiveness. Fight to stay tender. Fight to listen mm-hmm. before you speak. Fight Fight the right fight. And so I think mm-hmm. if you are listening to this and you feel like you regularly are fighting with your parents, I would encourage you to, to, to figure out what is the fight we're fighting and how do we fight the right fight? How do we shift from like going back and forth in an argument and instead like I'm going to put the gloves down and I'm not going to fight you and instead I'm going to fight the thing that wants to steal our relationship. Yes. Does that make there's sense? A, yeah. There's a, there's a book that I would highly recommend that I think has helped me a lot in, in all relationships but in this area as well and it's called Keep Your Love On by Danny Silk. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so good and I'm thinking of a phrase that I think has helped me along this way, um, which th- that in the book, he'll, he'll use this phrase like tools, relational tools. And that has to do with communication or discipline or anything that your parents did towards you. And I think what's helped me in, in the sense of what Elissa was talking about is holding my, my mom. My dad passed away when I was young, but holding my mom in high regard Yes. And thinking anything that she did, she did using the the tools that she had. She did her best with the tools that she had. And some of them were broken tools. Some of them were things that she picked up along the way that maybe she didn't want to have. But she did her best with the tools Mm -hmm. that she had. And I think when you're in, when you, when you meet Jesus, when you're in the gospel and you realize my, my parents could have never given me everything that I needed that I always needed from my heavenly father mm-hmm. you get you can get a redeemed perspective of your parents as the gift that they are um in in whatever they did to serve you even if even if your relationship with your parents is really rough even even getting in that place with God and saying my my mom is the reason why I'm here at some point she chose to keep me in this world she chose to keep me and have me. And even if that's what you can hold on to, getting a redeemed perspective of your parents is so important. And I, I genuinely think of my mom as like the strongest person I've ever known. Like, I think she's absolutely incredible. 
And, and I think because I have that mindset about her, when I have conversations with her, I'm like, you're amazing. Tell me what's going on. Like, and I'm seeking to understand, I'm seeking to listen and I'm like building a relationship. And I think as an adult, we have this opportunity to like now have a friendship with our parents um, from that place of honor. Mm-hmm. And it can, it can be really beautiful. I mean, I, th- I think, I think even if your whole, all your high school years were really rough with your parents, if you turn around and, and start to pursue a friendship with them, your twenties can look completely different. Yes. Yeah. Bro, I think something you said is really helpful for us to understand and even to talk about, maybe you can unpack a little more, but you were talking about your mom, uh, Basically, you were talking about how she led you with the tools she had. Yeah. Didn't mean the tools were right. Didn't mean the tools were the best tools, but the tools she had. Yeah. And I think Elissa and I have used different language, but the same concept of like, man, our parents raised us the best they knew how. Yes. In the season they were in, with the training they had, with the, you know. But when you have that perspective of your parents, all of a sudden you kind of let them off the hook. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you you were just leading me and parenting me the best way you knew how to parent me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you start to change. Does it make sense? Can you unpack Absolutely. that a little more? Well, I mean, I, I think from, from one standpoint, we have so much information now. Like you guys as parents, there's so much more True. that your you're like our parents didn't have access to even mm-hmm. understand like psychology. And if I like they may have thought disciplining this way was the best way. And later on, all these psychologists are realizing like this is so like abusive and creates mm-hmm. this. And so it's like we're there we're all learning, but it's really easy to look back at the past and go, man, they should have known better when they they didn't. And and their parents fully, you know, like affected them so much in how they view the world. And yeah, it's we all need the father. We all need him. Like they're like mm-hmm. our parents need him, their parents needed him. Um, like our parents will never fill that place. And so I think that that's, I, I, I want to say that. And I brought up the book, Keep Your Love On as well, because he starts with this big invitation that we all have in the gospel to, to love everyone, to regard them according to the spirit, to give without, like Jesus made a covenant with his betrayers, knowing they would betray him that night. He says, let's make a covenant. And so there's just like this radical love and trust that Jesus was able to live in because he was sourced by the father that we all get invited into. And and you can do that with your parents. But later on in the book, he also talks about how sometimes boundaries actually serve the connection that you do have. And if a relationship is abusive, there there are boundaries that make sense in order for you to if it's that 1% of connection that you have once a year where you have a phone call, like you may need all these other boundaries of what you can't relate to them on so that you can preserve the level Which of connection. Which is like very extreme situations just to, yeah. just to put that out there. But, like I the, mean, and that's, yeah, but they're out there. It's they're totally out there. real. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking of friends yeah. that have had to walk out that journey. Yeah. And it's, I think it's important to, to still have, have the highest honor you can for, for your parent and be led in the relationship in that way. Yeah. I think there comes a time in every child's life. I can't like give you a certain age, but right now I would say that Rosie literally thinks that Aaron is God. 
Like <laughs> she has no like she, she thinks I'm needs Superman. Him. She thinks yeah, I'm twenty four seven. Like he's the only picture of father. Even though we pray for her to like encounter the father, like she he is that to her on earth, and that's the way God made it. Hmm. But I think there comes a point in every child's life where you realize that your parents are not perfect. You realize that your parents are human. She's going to realize I'm not Superman. You realize that your dad is not God. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, he's doing the best he can, but he's human and, and we're all like broken. Um, and I think to like take the pressure off, if if you haven't realized that yet and you're an adult, like take the pressure off of that situation and be able to release your parents. Because the older you get, it's so weird, but you like you become more level with your parents. It's not that you don't honor them, but you're like closer. You feel closer in age because of where you are in life. Like some of you may be in your 20s and you have parents that are 40, you know, because they had you young or whatever. And it's like you're both adults and it's like, OK, this is kind of weird, you know. But I would say look at scripture because Jesus set boundaries with his parents. Mm. And I think that boundaries actually bring more connection because unfortunately in a lot of households, I'll finish this up real quick and then we can do handlebars because that's the timer. But in a lot of households, there's like an element of fear and control that can disguise themselves as love. Like, well, we love you. So um, you need to do exactly everything that we're saying. And yes. you can't go here because you might get in a car wreck or you might like, and there's fear behind it. And so I think that there comes a point in every child's life where you have to take your parents off of the pedestal that you've put them on. And so do that first and then create boundaries in a healthy way. And that's going to look different for everyone. But like, if you're having a conversation with your um, parents and it's like emotionally not healthy, or you're saying like, Hey, this hurt me. And then it just, it becomes like an unhealthy conversation. You can, you, you have the ability as an adult to set a boundary and be like, Hey, like, I didn't say this so that you could explain what you're, you know, or, or try to justify whatever, but I need to tell you this because this hurt me. And that's why I'm having an adult conversation and totally. I'm just making up an example. But so I think take them off a pedestal and then set boundaries. And also in your setting of boundaries, like have a spiritual mom and dad that's walking you through that as well. Don't just try to do it on your own. Yes. Um, and then it, I know that I can like stuff a lot of my emotions and not talk to my parents or anybody in authority about how I'm actually feeling and try to make it look all perfect. But I would say if you're doing that, that's actually hindering you from connection. And I'm speaking from experience like today, I'm still walking through that, but like really try to be honest. And I think being honest is honoring your parents too. Yes. So there's a lot there, but those are my thoughts. Yeah. Before we fully jump into handlebars, I wanted to read this verse. Um, it's Luke 2 verse 49 through 51. I had never seen this. And it says, it's, it's when Jesus is 12, right? And he's about his father's business, but it says, and he being Jesus said to his parents, why were you looking for me? Do you not know that I, was in, that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down to them and came to Nazareth and I had never seen this and was submissive to them. Mm-hmm. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. Now, Jesus is 12, but let's, apart from that, you're you're talking the son of God, the one who who he created Mary. He created Joseph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Yet now he's coming down to be submissive to them. Yeah, what did that And Jesus like? was sinless. So as a as a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, as a teenager, he had no sin. That's wild in itself. But but Mary and Joseph were not sinless. So they would make mistakes parenting him mm-hmm. through his sinless stage, yet he was submissive to them. That invites me into a whole new level of honor that I 
I don't think I'm walking in when I read yeah, that. No, but I go, neither. oh my gosh, the humility of Jesus yeah. to submit to, to parents that don't have the training he has, that don't have the equipping he has. That I mean, he's God. You, you see what I'm saying? And so I think that for me helps me, uh, it, it, it makes me want to invite my heart into praying a prayer like, Lord, help me be humble and lowly yeah. before those who were the first line of authority you gave me on this earth, my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, as we jump into handlebars, um, I wanted to lead, read that last verse as we go on. Does anyone want to start mm-hmm. us out? I will. Um, my handlebar would be two things. Pray for your parents and like bless them. Because I think there's probably a lot of you that are feeling convicted right now. Just to, or maybe the Holy Spirit is bringing up situations where you're like, oh, I haven't forgiven my parents for this. And just so you know, that's completely normal and it's okay. Like ask the Lord to help you forgive them uh, and then pray for them and bless them. Um, and then I would say, just be honest. But I know for me, there's been situations where I'm like, I'm just going to go be honest. And then the Lord's like, you're really hurt. Like, and that's okay that you're hurt. But he's like, the other day, he's like, let me walk you through this. Let me father you through this. And now the way that I would have a conversation would be completely different than what I would have. And so, um, yeah, I would say pray for them and bless them. Walk through forgiving. And then and then from that place, go and be honest if you can. I know there's situations where you can't or you're in a bad abusive situation, but try to be honest and preserve connection, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I literally wrote down the same things. I put pray for them, not about them. <laughs> like uh, say that again. That is so pray good. for them, not so about good. them. Um, and then forgive. Um, just get used to forgiveness, yeah. <laughs> not just with parents, but every relationship. Um, forgive, forgive, forgive. Uh, and one thing I did want to say is uh, I. The definition of honor means to hold in great respect. And there is a way to respect without agreeing. Right. And so just like remember that, that there's, there's probably something that you can respect your parents for and be thankful that yeah. you learned from them. And I would say remember the good yes. that you've got from your parents. In those moments where you are so maybe mad or misunderstood, like as you're praying for them, remember the good that you have received from them. And I think that will help lead your heart into forgiveness for certain situations. So, yeah. I want to say, try something uh, right now. If you're listening to this podcast, um, take out your phone and, and write a, write a text to one or both of your parents, just encouraging them. Because mm-hmm. I think it's so good what Elissa was saying, pray for them, not about them, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that if you do that, it will give you a better perspective about who your parents are mm-hmm. and how the Lord sees them. And you actually can can encourage them and celebrate them. Yes. Um, and I would say, if you've had relational struggle with them, watch how that will just melt like a hard heart and be a door to relationship again that that is that looks like way healthier mm-hmm. um i also wanted to 
because I don't think you mentioned it in your handlebar, but Elissa, you said, yeah, you did. Obedience is not uh, agreeing. Uh, this the same as honor. That was oh, how you said yeah, it yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just kind of had this, of course it's not. Like, I honor like Michael Jordan to the best basketball player ever, but am I going to take his advice on like, I don't like, like a like, am I going to take his advice on something else? Like how to raise my kids or it's, it's like you can hold someone in super high honor, but I did, but I had this thought while you were talking about it. Like if I was living in Aaron's house, I may not agree with him on how we I should take the garbage out. I may not agree with him about what time I should come home, but I'm going to do that because it's his house. Yeah. And so I'm, and that's like just out of a relational like connection, it's your house. You're allowing me to live there and creating a space for me to live. So I'm going to do those things, even though I disagree. Um, And, but if Aaron was like, well, you need to like change what you believe and, do that yeah. it's like wait no okay that's two different things so there are things that you should just obey even if you disagree yeah when you're living under their authority yes. and in their house and um but but there's yeah. also those those other things that you know it's like you got to honor the lord first yeah. yes yeah. yes yeah. um yeah yeah I think that's so my that would be my handlebar honestly is the exhort and celebrate your parents that's so really good. good my uh Mine is in honoring them, ask yourself three questions. This helps me, this helps me with honor. Uh, the questions are this, how am I viewing them? How am I talking about them? And how am I treating them? Those are the three places to honor. In the way you view your parents, in the way you're talking about your parents, and in the way you're treating your parents. I think those are three places. Like I would, I would search, search your conversation when you talk to your peers, to your friends, to whoever about your parents. Is it mostly negative, venting, frustration? Okay, well then ask the Lord to help you. Lord, Lord, how do I deal? Like there's obviously things coming out of my heart and I need to deal with these things. But but in your in your the way you talk about them, like your your tongue, the Bible talks about how your tongue has the power of life and death. So you want to speak life. Like if you want to see a shift in your relationship with your parents, start with the way you talk about them. Watch what that will do. Watch what that will do for your heart. And then start with the way you view them. Like before they're a parent, they're a son. And if they're not saved, they're still a creation of God. They still were created in his image. They still are ultimately viewed and loved by the father as one whom he dearly loves. So ask the father for his perspective of your parents. Um, And then how are you treating them? How are you talking to them? How are you showing up when you're around them? And so I think those are three things that that I ask myself oftentimes when I'm thinking about honor specifically with my parents or authoritative figures. And so I hope those three questions can be a handlebar to ask yourself with honoring your parents. And so, I just want to say one more thing. Really don't wait to talk to them. Um, you don't know how long you're going to have your parents in your life. Yeah. And so if you're feeling like I haven't talked to one of my parents in like six months, cut, like, cut out the time and talk to them. Do it because you really don't know. Um, and our parents are a gift. So, yeah. All right. We love you. That's the Handlebar Podcast, episode three. We'll see you next time. And that's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to stay up to date with the Handlebar Podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Handlebar Podcast. That's at Handlebar Podcast. Go give us a follow. If this episode has encouraged you, we want to ask you, send it to someone. Like, subscribe, uh, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening. We love you guys. We can't wait to see you again. I could show you how to do